heaven and say, Lord, you made me a man. Let the spirit depart from me. And they look around you. She said, and find you. Sometimes I don't know. I don't understand. I just look around and see all these nice, young, looking, beautiful ladies. And a man will bypass all of them and start looking at me. <laughs> you need a. This is not a slap off. You. you need a visitation. Hallelujah. Watch now. Because I have to read this to this current church that don't read their Bible. He said, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor drunkards. Those that keep saying that Paul told Timothy to take a little wine, he told him to take a little. He didn't tell him to get drunk. Hallelujah. Elder Bobby said, not a thief, okay? Watch. No revilers, no extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now watch this. And such were some of you. Don't you see? He said, and such were some of you. What is he telling you? Before Christ, nothing you did counts. But now in Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to get up and say, thank God for Jesus. He delivered me. He filled me with the Holy Ghost. He turned my life around. He gave my manhood back. Hallelujah. Hey. He said, such where? Some of you. He said, God, the days of ignorance, God has overlooked. Amen. But now he's commanding every man to repent. Amen. We can't support this. Where are we going to get the children from? Amen. They should not be allowed to adopt nothing. Amen. Since you believe that two men can get married, then get be married. And you die without seed. I don't remember what African country the, the, the king put the two guys in jail. Huh? He said, now, I will release you from jail when you all get pregnant. Amen. That's what the man said. I'll, I'll, I'll release you from jail when, when, you, when you get pregnant. But if you can't get pregnant, then you will die in there. Watch. Watch. Let me run to Leviticus and then I'll pray. Leviticus 18. Fighting for the soul 
of America. I had to preach that on this 4th of July and leave my regular message. Now, I want you to understand something because as soon as you want to read things on this side of the Bible, what did they start saying? Old Testament, Old Testament, Old Testament. No, let me help you understand Old Testament and New Testament. The only thing different between the two Testaments is the mode of sacrifice. This one is based on animals and blood is shed to cover sins but not remove it. In the New Testament, Jesus paid for it once and for all. And all our sins are forgiven. But what was wrong back there is still wrong now. Nothing changed. I want you to understand that so you don't get confused. Look at Leviticus 18.19. Also, thou shalt not approach unto a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is put apart for her uncleanness. I want to throw this in here. It won't cost you anything. I teach men all over the world. Everything God does, he reserves a portion for himself. That's what was true in the garden. That's true with your money. God said, give me a tenth. Amen. When it comes to the woman, God said, you can have her. You can enjoy her. She can be your help and, uh, and all that blessing. Hmm? But when she's going through her menstrual, he said, that's your tithe. That's my time with her. You cannot touch her then. The devil has told many of you, oh, that's this time to be safe. She won't get pregnant. God said, don't uncover her. Don't look at that stuff. Don't touch her. And I tell people, that's God's time. And that's why I called it your tithe for owning, you know, to having the woman. Hello? All you with young wives still ovulating during her menstrual? You don't go near. If not for Jesus, God would have tapped some of you in the head by now. So now, I'm preaching it. Stay away. Okay. It's not Old Testament. It's every testament. Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. Now watch. It says, Moreover, thou shalt not lie carnally with thy neighbor's wife to defile thyself with her. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. For I am the Lord. Watch. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. Of course not. Amen. Don't come near to me. Watch. As the days get darker, this gaze will become more violent and possessive. I'm going to get me a little thing in my socks. (laughs) So when I catch you looking at me some kind of way. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. All right, now watch. He said, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. 
And a gay man challenged me years ago. He said, well, that's not the only abomination that, 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 that God speaks about. I said, yeah, let's get all the abominations covered. But it's still abomination. Just because there's another abomination does not mean that this one is no longer abomination. Hallelujah. He says, neither shall thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. For in all these, the nations are defiled, which are cast out before you. God said, Israel, this is why I kicked the nations out without mercy. That's what these people are trying to establish in America. So just as God kicked out the Indians, you will lose this country. And I'm telling you, so long as sons of God are here, that will never happen. Whether you believe it or not, the word of God stands. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things, for in all these the nations are defiled, which are cast out before you. And the land is defiled, therefore I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it. And the land itself vomited out her inhabitant. You see, when you start doing these things, all of a sudden, the land starts nauseating. And you go, oh, and, and, and people will be dying. Plagues will be breaking out. And nobody knows what it is. You think you can task and spend to fix spiritual problems? No. You can fix it. He said the ground will even vomit you out. Yeah. It's written in your Bible. Watch. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations. Neither any of your own nation nor any stranger that sojourneth among you. He said, if you allow a stranger to come into your country, you should not allow them to bring this stuff. Amen. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Because if you go to their country, they will not allow you to set up a church. Amen. But they'll come back to America here making noise. I tell Muslims, the proof that your God is not true is that you need to defend your God. I said, put your guns down. Let the gods compete. Amen. See, you lose every time. Amen. <laughs> you lose every time. Amen. Put your guns down. Change the law. Let the, let the, uh -huh. let the, the God that is the true God win. That's what they did. They went and used the courts to change everything in America. That's why I told you God has gone back to the courts to change everything back. Amen. What you used to win, God will use to defeat you. Amen. But why don't we say, okay, let the courts stay out. Let everybody stay out. Let the gods compete. You see what will happen. Amen. We'll run over them. Amen. They won't even know what happened. Amen. If I can run over witch doctors, rainmakers, Occultists. And is this American devils? These are junior boys. I told you they went to the shrine of the commander of these boys in the village. 
and they danced fuel on the shrine and lit a match. It won't burn. Three times it won't burn. These are the devils. Not these American ones. This is just noisemakers. I saw a program on NBC. Uh, uh, so they're doing a, a program on psychics. So the guy went for consultation to all these psychics. You see how hilariously, not stupid, stupid, <laughs> these people are. Nobody could get anything accurately. And then he went into one place. One said he wasn't married. And he, got, he had a wife with three or four children. Then he went to the other place. The, guys, the woman said, are you married? No, you tell me. Aren't you a psychic? <laughs> Somebody was giving me a testimony years ago. They called a psychic line to try them out. And then the lady said, well, so what is your name? Uh-oh. He said, well, you, you should tell me, since you know something. Tell me my name. Mm -hmm. You see, if, if you go to Africa, they go to Ghana, they call it washing their face. They will look at you, they will tell you your phone number. They'll tell you your account number. They'll tell you how much money you have in it. And it's all demonic. And they're using it to deceive the gullible. The American devils are junior boys. <laughs> I told you when I was in India, I mean, I saw these guys, they, they have these uh, two by fours, you know, with huge nails. And, and they, they might have 20 or 30 nails in one, and then and they'll be jumping on it and dancing, barefoot, with no effect. And then one day I heard all this noise, I didn't go to see. I said, what's going on? They said, now, this guy has a human head, but from the neck down, it's a python. The American devils are junior boys. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you, these ones I can easily run over. We can defeat these ones very easily. What we're dealing with overseas, I used to finish preaching and then I'll come home. When I wake up in the morning, it's like somebody's nail has lacerated my hands and everything. Everything is a fight, even when you are sleeping. These are junior boys. These are for you Americans. You need training. You need to, when we get the Boeing business jet, I'll be carrying many of you to missions so you can get seasoned in warfare. Amen. Huh? Look now, you say, oh, I'm more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ, but watch. And a roach comes out, ah, 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 a roach. <laughs> and you are going to fight devils and bring principalities down and you can't handle a roach. Then you're calling your husband. Come on over here and take care of this. But when you were running your mouth, you sounded like you were an equal. Take care of it. 
Red, red, get the red, get the red. <laughs> but we celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Jesus the Christ, hallelujah. Celebrate that he made you a man and you're a man. He made you a woman and you're a woman. You're going to get married in this house. Hallelujah. Legitimately. Hallelujah. You're going to bear children in this house. Hallelujah. You're going to bear sons and daughters in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Paul said I am set for the defense and the confirmation of the gospel. That is what this church is raised up for. For this defense and the confirmation of the gospel in this country. And we will never deviate from it. Never by the grace of God. God said even if you are limping on one leg, you are higher than all devils. I said how come? He said because you are seated in Christ. Far above all principality. All powers and every name that is named. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we give you praise. May we not be found wanting in that day. Help us to carry out your assignment. Help us to stand up for you in America. That's the ticket that will cause you to give millions of dollars to my children. Because they have a heart to finance your gospel in America. We will use stadiums to bring them back to you. You will move them to attend. You will move them to come. Their sick will be healed. Hallelujah. Their families will be restored. They'll be delivered from witchcraft and from all these wicked people in this country. Oh Lord, glorify your great name. May that anointing come on this congregation afresh. That they will feel retooled and equipped and motivated to get the job done. We give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Every time we make a covenant with the Lord or we renew it, it's always good to commune with the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So wherever we're imperfect, he fixes it. Wherever we repent, he handles it. But that grace will remain on us permanently. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We will be on all 50 states again. Glory. In 2022. Hallelujah. Amen. Renewing our altars. Making decrees. I told you the things that have come out of this recent Glorifall USA. God said, now, one day, the day will come when I'll put healing in these altars. And when anybody walks past it, power of God will fall on them. There'll be healing and miracles all across this nation. Hallelujah. He's testing it. The glory keeps falling. And we are falling down. He said, but when those crusades start, as soon as you fall down, you get up healed. The blind eyes will open. Amen. Cripples will walk. Hallelujah. 
signs, wonders, and miracles in the now. Hallelujah. told you I was about to come to Bible study and all of a sudden I saw myself as a cripple sitting on the floor of the jet not on the seat I couldn't get up and when we landed they carried me as a cripple put me in the car and then they drove me to a place and then when I got there I saw people sitting on the podium it was a huge podium and it was all plywood no carpet nothing fancy it was a plexiglass stage and they went and sat me on the floor of that uh, plywood platform in, in front of that plexiglass podium. All of a sudden, I received strength. And as soon as I stood up, a hundred thousand people fell under God's power. And healings and miracles broke out. And I came to church and Diggins Stanfield said, run out kept lifting her hands that she wanted to give a testimony and said that they were in family altar and God told her to tell me that I will not get a chance to fly any airplane that I should forget flying and let the, the pilot to handle it that I won't be able to fly and while she was saying that I said that God told her that we will not just have one airplane but we will have an aviation department with four airplanes watch it was at that moment that God said to me, I just showed you your crusade in the Philippines. It is end time. Global harvest. That's why we need a global jet. Hallelujah. If one is good, but we have to land after, I think the range is 3,300 something miles. So we need a global jet that can do six, seven thousand miles. So we can do non-stop. Hallelujah. You will see it come to pass. I have already received it. Beloved, we're sharing from our hearts, telling you the truth. Most ministries will not unveil these things concerning um, aircraft ownership or travel or all these things, but we're doing it because it is by the grace of God. Doesn't matter who gets offended, we're not worried about that because God is the one doing this. This is a tool that we need to get the work done. It's impossible to travel to all 50 states in one year. Uh, you can't do it by the airlines. Then that will be all we will do the whole year. The church will death, I won't be here to preach anything. None of the leaders can run their businesses or do anything. No, you need a jet aircraft. And then uh, as we are about to launch out into stadium crusades all across the earth, we need a tool where we can go and return and it give us, gives us versatility, helps you protect the grace and the anointing that God has given to us. I went to Florida recently to do a funeral and I used one of the airlines. Let me not mention them. I went through so much that morning. And it's like a devil jumped into this uh, white lady who is the flight attendant. I mean, she just launched at me. And I used every grace God has given me to just hold it together. And while I was holding myself down so that I don't respond to her, she thought I was ignoring her and even went ballistic. Hey, I said, that's why God's people don't understand. By the time I got to the funeral, I had to say, Lord, rescue me. 
<laughs> because I had gone through so much to get to there, to the funeral, to be able to preach. And on until the time I stood up to preach, all those things were hanging on me. And that's when finally the glory hit me and lifted all these things from me. I said, that's why God gets upset with all these ignorant children making noise. You don't understand these things. You'll think that ministry is just like going to work. <laughs> We're in a war with Satan. And you shouldn't let him use you and you're running your mouth against holy things that you don't understand. We're fighting for the soul of America. Join us in the fight. Pray with us. Put your seed in the ground to help us. Vote accordingly. Seek God until you find him. You will see that he will start telling you what I'm telling you. You may think I'm some extremist. I'm not just as normal as you. The Bible says Elijah was a man of like passions as we are. But he prayed earnestly and God answered him. As I teach in my conferences and with leaders, you see that Elijah is the one prophet in the scriptures. You will not find anywhere his call was recorded. He was just a regular man, just as you and me, who had a heart for God and saw what was going on with Israel. And he fought for it in God's presence. And God showed him how to turn the nation back. That's what has happened to me. God showed me how he would take America back. And that's why we're raising altars and countering witches and wizards and all the evil people in this country. <laughs> you will see the revival will break out. What you've seen through the course is just the beginning. There's a greater glory coming. God said, we'll put worship teams driving down the street and the glory will be falling on neighborhoods and people will be running out of their houses crying, I want to be saved. That's why I said this is the best time to be alive. All the negative things I hear about, I say, yeah, he says that when sin abounds, grace doth much more abound. The book of Isaiah said that darkness will fall on the people and gross darkness. The darkness will fall on the land and gross darkness on the people. He said, but our lights will shine brighter. This is our best moment. Join the fight. Help the war. May God get America back for the sake of your children, your grandchildren. Amen. You don't want to leave them in the hands of these wicked circular humanists who will all end up in hell and wondering what happened. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Just as you breathe in is real. You go to sleep. You don't know where you are. You wake back up. That's the way it is. You transition from one realm to the other. And both are real to you. Amen. The number to call is 770-994-3777. I feel the love of God this time coming to you. He understands. He said we are like sheep gone astray. We don't know our right hand from our left. That's why you need to listen to people like me. If a blind leader leads the blind, you both fall in the ditch. You need people that can still hear from God. Respond today, 770-994-3777. Let these loving prayer ministers pray for you. God will touch your life. He will lift demons off of you. You will experience the grace of God. We love you, beloved. Come to church Sunday. And when you come, see through it. Experience resurrection in full. Don't come and then plan to be somewhere and then you have to leave before the end of the service. We don't do one hour. We don't do an hour and a half. A minimum of three hours. That's even managing it. <laughs> Come and experience the whole thing. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you next week.